Hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about video podcasting, specifically why you should incorporate video into your podcasting strategy. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands. Today, we are talking about video podcasting. Thanks for tuning in. You know, what got me going about this episode was, you know, I thought we don't talk about video enough in the podcast space. So I actually have a three-part series. This is part one. Today's going to be about why we should be using video in podcasting, why video podcasting is important. And then the next couple episodes, we'll get into more of how to do it, the equipment and the, the setup and all that stuff. But I thought we'd start with the, like why this is important and, and those types of topics. But First and foremost, I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach. I appreciate you guys tuning in each week as we bring you thought leadership, especially in the personal branding and marketing space and podcasting specifically as well, because you guys know that I'm a big fan of podcasting. I think it's the best and fastest way to help you find your voice, use your voice and build a brand around the business of you. But video podcasting, so that's the topic for today. The reason this is close to my heart is I think for a lot of us, video could be the goal. That could be the final destination. But many of us didn't start there because it's intimidating. It's difficult. There's a lot of setup involved, not only with having to figure out how to look at a camera, how to talk to people through a lens and get confident with how you look and how you present yourself on camera, but also just the idea of all the setup and technology required to get that done. Now, obviously, when I get through how to set it up, there's easy ways to do this, but I understand the barriers. I understand why that would slow people down. I know when I started, I tried video. I tried blogging. I tried podcasting. Podcasting stuck with me as the one that was easiest for me to be confident every day, turning on, sitting down, and quickly recording something. So I get that. I get why you are a podcaster first and not a YouTuber first. Trust me. However. I think that there are a few reasons we'll go over today why video should be a part of your podcasting plan from day one. Now, I don't mean that you should be switching to be a YouTuber. I mean that you should always have a camera right in front of you, turned on, ready to go. And the first reason for that that we're going to get into is practice, right? If you want to eventually get good at video, you should have your camera on and think of every podcast as an opportunity to get better at using video, at having a camera on. And that practice is going to go a long way. Now, I understand that podcasting for me is the best way to practice just getting used to speaking, right? Using your voice. But now you want to, if you've done that for long enough, or even from the beginning, if you want to combine that skill of using your voice with the skill of actually getting comfortable on camera, you should have it on every time. You should have it on in your solo shows. You should have it on it in your interviews and just get used to it being on. And you can look at the videos and look back and say, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What can I do better? 
Now, one of the challenges for me when having the camera just turned on even is when, especially when I'm doing a solo show, I'm constantly trying to look down at my notes, right? I'm trying to remember what it is that my topics are so that I have a clear flow. Now, when something's down on your screen or even lower, it makes it hard to constantly make eye contact with the camera. Instead, you're looking down here, which is a little off-putting from a video standpoint, right? So one of the ways to combat that is in practice, instead of having all your notes down on the screen, just try to have three things that you want to make sure you cover in your conversation. And the rest should come from you. you. These are topics that you're expert in for the most part and that you're comfortable talking about. Hopefully, you're not creating a podcast that you have to do a ton of research on all the time um, because that makes it harder to, to create, right? That takes more work. But for the majority of you, being able to speak from your knowledge is where you're going to shine your, your strongest. Otherwise, you might need some kind of uh, screen in front of you that sits behind the camera that you can look at and refer to. But if you're not having that, I would say just think ahead of time. What are the three points you want to make in your conversation, right? Now, the reason that this is all important, reason that you should try to get comfortable with this is that number one, I said, it's a great practice, right? That's, that's the first thing. If you want to get good at recording video all the time, you have to have as many reps in as possible. So let's take practice step-by-step. Step. First, practice just having it on and figuring out like what that looks like and where you can look and how you can get better at that. Not only that, practice the idea of getting comfortable with how you introduce the show. You might actually introduce the show differently because you realize you have to bring energy to your intro in a different way because you now are looking at a camera. You have to get comfortable with those first few words. The other thing that's great practice when you have the video turned on is the idea that every now and then you've got to figure out, you know, am I too close to the camera? And do I need to back up a little bit? How far do I want this thing so that I can create something that's an engaging amount of footage? For me right now, I'm in like the office that we have right now, which is a guest bedroom. Uh, as we're preparing for a move here, I don't have my normal setup uh, and that's okay. I just have to get comfortable with that. So I'm a little closer to the camera than I'd want to be. But as you get used to it and you have a place that you're sitting in your in your house that you can get comfortable in consistently, you might want to start figuring out where can you place the camera that's maybe a little further back and maybe a second camera off to the side so you can get multiple angles and get used to what that setup would be so that when you give this footage eventually to an editor, they can zoom in, zoom out and pick an angle that works and keep the, the show more interesting because the challenge you're going to find is that you know, and maybe one of the, the confidence issues you're going to have is that this footage isn't going to be super interesting when it's just sitting here in the same spot right on your face the whole time, right? So again, think of this, number one, as practice. And that's, if nothing else, a great reason why video podcasting should be a part of your plan is that it's it's something that you can get better at and eventually move to to having video all the time. In the meantime, you have all that content there. The reason you want video, like why is video so important to begin with, right? Well, let's be honest, video is a more engaging platform for the most part. If you want someone to really connect with you on a consistent basis, video is a stronger platform for doing that. Yes, I understand. I am a podcaster. I understand that when people finally tune into your show, they might actually listen for like 40, 45 minutes. It isn't the same on YouTube. I understand that. It's closer to 10 or 20 minutes for the good YouTubers and less than that for the, the how-tos and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that that engagement is comparable. If you can have someone find you on a video channel, that is 
a strong channel for you to engage with. It's just proven over time. Advertisers know this, that video is a better way to connect with people than audio can ever be. Knowing that, just think about the power of eventually having a show that is including video and work towards how you can create content that might be engaging on that type of platform. The other thing to think about here, why video podcasting is so important is it's huge from a repurposing standpoint. I think that's the thing that I, I hope you guys take away if nothing else besides practice and engagement is that if you can start with video as, as a part of your process every time, then eventually when you are ready to move to a video stage and you want to share all this content, you have it all saved. Every episode you've created, if you have the video turned on, you can go back to and repurpose that in the future. You can bring it up as an old highlight. So when you start building up your video channels, whether it's on your website or on a YouTube, you don't have to create content every week that's brand new. You can actually pull content that you've already created, clip it to the size you want, and just share the parts that are most important. And not just on YouTube, but also on social media. If you want to figure out how you can get more posts going on a regular basis, how you can become more consistent in a platform like social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of those platforms, they're all moving towards video and, and even video stories, which are, you know, the vertical version of it, which in shorter form, where, you know, instead of having to create brand new content every time for these platforms, take from content you've already created that is in a video form and just clip it, clip out the best parts. And what's great about that is from a repurposing standpoint, you don't have to take everything, right? Like not everything in this show is going to be intriguing from a short form social media perspective. So just take those little clips that really grab people's interest and prepare those and repurpose those. And at very least, if you have the cameras turned on, you'll have that with you as an asset that you can use in the future in whatever way you see fit, but it'll be there. And you know what? It didn't cost you anything. It just cost you the opportunity to push the button and hit play on that, hit record on that. Yes, a camera costs money, the one-time sunk cost, right? That's like $100 or less for a, a, a webcam you can put on top of your laptop. But that's not much to ask for what you're getting out of it. And it's a one-time cost. I think everyone out there can find the, mon the money to do that, right? And again, it, once you have that, it's like everything else. Now it's your, you're pushing record anyway for the microphone. You're already here sitting here creating content. You might as well do the video as well. Okay, so I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys is it should be easy enough to do. So why not do it and, and have that for yourself as an advantage when you're building your brand later on? Because I think the goal is not just to think about right now, it's to think about the future. Where are you going? Yeah, right now you're just trying to get comfortable using your voice and finding what your show's about and creating new content and having ideas. And by the way, if you are trying to figure out like your first show, your first podcast, or even ideas uh, on how to make your podcast better, check out episode 150, which is 10 podcasting ideas for beginners. And just look at that and say, you know, there are ideas there that might help you get going with this process. But really, I'm talking to most of you that I guess whether you're starting or, you, or you've already started, getting that camera finally turned on is a huge step in the process. I'll admit I didn't have it turned on for the first few shows myself. And I regret that. I regret not having that as part of the plan. So I hope that you guys take the leap and jump into building video as a part of your podcasting strategy. Uh, and again, next time I'll talk about actually how to set that up and the things to think about to make it good. Right now, I'm just, I'm just hoping you push the button and turn it on. But there are some things you can do to set it up to make it good so that 
eventually the stuff that you record, you're proud of, and you like the look of it. And even though this wouldn't be an example of it, what, what I have right now behind me, which is just a bedroom, uh, not the best lighting and not the best angles. I think it's okay to start like that, but I'll tell you what it takes to take it to the next level. And it's not a lot. It's not as much as you guys think it's not as much work, but I understand that it's intimidating. So let's go through that in the next couple of episodes and at least get you guys towards taking a step in the right direction towards maybe considering video as part of your strategy. With that said, I appreciate you guys tuning in and I will catch you guys next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.